0: In this episode, we're gonna be answering the age-old question of, is it all right for a Christian to read personal development books? You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you wanna grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you wanna hit, I believe that God's calling all of us toward something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what is going on, Current Christian family? It is Alec here, and this is a little bit of an impromptu episode because my wife and I just had a very interesting, uh, very in-depth conversation in the car uh, just a moment ago, literally. like I I just got into the apartment, and I was like, babe, I'm going to go record an episode real quick. She's like, okay. She's making her smoothie right now after that gym workout. And uh, so she, she was like you you know you read a decent amount of like these different like mindset books, personal development books, and like as a Christian, like do you f- like how do you feel how do you feel about that? Like do you feel like it's been helping you or uh, like yeah just like what are your thoughts on it? And that reminded me of that question that people ask a lot like as a Christian, is it okay to read personal development books? And sure there are personal development books that are out there written by Christian authors, and I definitely recommend you know as a Christian certainly dive into those books because it'll have a little bit more of a foundation that's like rooted in the bible and in jesus's teachings but it doesn't necessarily mean that other books that aren't foundationally christian aren't going to be good for you like in the bible like the the book of proverbs book of ecclesiastes you know these are probably two of the oldest Personal development, personal development books that there are out there. So just in that realm, in that aspect of things, like personal development in general, like it is in the Bible, in the it, seen in the Book of Proverbs, and then also in all of the New Testament letters as well. These are like little bite-sized bits of like kind of personal development stuff going on there. So in that aspect, personal development books and literature in general, no. But then in the deeper question of like, well, what if it's a book not written by a by a Christian and this one is like a li- like the answer isn't as cut and dry because as as it says in the Bible like you as a Christian like uh, Paul was writing to um, a bunch of churches and forgive me for I don't know exactly which church he was writing to but Paul was writing to a bunch of Christians and a specific church who deep down in their hearts they, they knew they were saved by Christ and they knew that if they were eat if they were to eat foods that were, sacrificed in the name of another god, they're like, I don't really care. These other gods don't exist. It's just food. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> but then there were these other Christians who were like, no, that's really bad. Like that animal, that food that you're eating was devoted to another god. Don't even go near that food. So there was a little bit of conflict there in that church. And basically what Paul said was like, hey, like if you're around other people who are feeling very convicted that you shouldn't eat those meats, then don't eat those meats around them. But, you know, if you're in the comfort of your own home and it really, like, it, the way he saw it as well is, like, it's not, it shouldn't necessarily hurt your faith if you don't allow it to. And if you're around people where it will shake up their faith, then don't do it around them and don't do it. But if you're in the comfort of your own home and you're firm in your faith and you know that that's not going to disrupt you, then by all means, like, you can eat that meet so this comes like so you know this answer like as you can see where it's going to be alluded to it's it takes a little bit of a discernment on your own part like i've read books personal development books that did have things in it that were conflicting with at least some of the teachings were conflicting with some of the teachings that jesus said and i'm able to discern that i was able to read that and be like "Mm, that's not right you know ignore cut that out Um, Because in light of the Bible, I was like, that's not true. And I I wish I had an example of something for that. Oh, like, here's one, for example, where it's like, your destiny is determined by you and your decisions. And it's like, in some aspects, yes, other aspects, no. And the no comes from Jonah and the fish, you know, The, the Jonah made every decision. He wanted to determine his own destiny so badly. And You know, God worked it all out to work in a way that that God intended. So in a sense, no, like, you know, Jonah wasn't able to decide that. But then there's other instances in the Bible as well, where you got David who, like, decided to sleep with another man's wife, commit murder. And as a result, you know, like, I don't think God intended for David to do that, but a God but God allowed that to work out in his plan. So it was like that right there is an example of something that I had read in a personal development book, but through my own, well, yeah, through the wisdom of the Bible that I had known, I was like, okay, that's not necessarily true. And for some, of, some Christians, you know, they may not have that capability. So what I'm trying to get at there is if you feel bad for eating that meat, do not eat that meat. <laughs> but a thing that's really, really cool is What most good personal development, what most good mindset books will do is just help you see a more accurate picture of reality. And what I mean by that is, for example, I had read this book called The Obstacle is the Way. It is a fantastic book. I really enjoyed it. Because in our society, especially here in America, you got this whole lovey-dovey thing where, like, at the end of the romantic comedy movie, it's like, oh, yeah, despite these people having so m- despite this man and woman having so many conflicts in the relationship, and there's all these funny moments, and there's all these tense moments, and there's all that heartbreak, at the end, they came together happily ever after. And it's like, hold up, nah. The movie just ended on a good, mo- on a good note. But if you were to watch those people's lives moving forward, like, based on everything we saw... There's just going to be more of that moving forward, but the movie doesn't show that because the movie has to end. But in reality, those people's lives wouldn't end. So we we have this these ex these false expectations in our mind that are given to us by a lot of stuff in the media about like oh you overcome a challenge happily ever after. And it's like I'm sorry, but no, that's not that's not how it goes. At the end of that challenge there's there's always going to be something more challenging happening. I'm not trying to be like pessimistic here. It's just reality and. In that book, The Obstacle Is The Way, it shows that like, if you are trying to go down a certain path and there's an obstacle on that path, that doesn't inherently mean you're on the wrong path. The obstacle is now part of that path. And getting around it, getting through it, over it, whatever, that is now part of your journey. Hence the name of the book, The Obstacle Is The Way. The obstacle becomes the way. Um, in that book, did one of those things that I was just talking about, as in, in terms of how it helps you have a better, better expectations, more realistic expectations. And that is like the foundation of like every, like you can, I like prove me wrong, you can't do it. Every story in the Bible is all about setting proper expectations of what's real in our, in the universe that God has placed us in. You know, every single story, it's all about revealing and setting realistic expectations of what God's character is, how things work in the world. Like of course there's miracles and things like that. (laughs) Not every day that an ax is just floating in water, but it's all meant to reveal what God's character is. And again, good personal development, good mindset books are gonna do that. They're gonna help you see and have a more realistic understanding of what reality is. So if you're reading a book and it's going to tell you, like, if you just think really, really hard about it, it'll happen. It's like, I'm sorry. No, that's not necessarily how that works. I can't look at a weed and think really hard that it's going to go away and it goes away. It's like that's not realistic. And and the Bible does that, too. It's like all these different stories are addressing stories from other people's Cultures, Like, I'm sure you've heard about how all the different plagues that God had sent with Moses in Egypt, all those plagues were acknowledging and uh, basically picking fun of these different gods that the Egyptians at the time put their faith in. And even in the, in the book of Genesis, like the whole Genesis story is a narrative that's basically challenging. I believe it was the Babylonians' view of how the world started and what God's character was like. Like every and like every single story, like that's what it what it's doing. It's challenging people's expectations and presenting them more realistic expectations. So if you're able to read a mindset book, personal development book that gives you those better expectations, those more realistic expectations, then honestly, there's really nothing wrong with that. However, going back to the whole thing of Paul saying the stuff of, you know, if the meat causes you to sin by eating it, don't eat it, then, you know, you got to take that into account as well. Because, like, for example, if someone were to ask me, uh, Alec, is it bad? Is it wrong to drink a beer? It's like, that's a loaded question. Who's asking me? <laughs> is it a 12-year-old? I'm going to say, no, boy, don't <laughs> don't drink a beer. Or is it a recovering alcoholic? I'd be like, No don't i don't care if it's a sip don't do that it's very much dependent on the individual and uh and i find that like the the more rooted you are in your faith the more you're able to discern what things in these different books are truth and what's not true and this is not and i'm not saying that to come at anyone's character saying like oh you're an immature christian because you can't read these other books by all means i am not saying that at all like Trust me, what, like what I'm really more alluding to is like I had heard this story about these people in the, I was gonna say in the national treasure. I don't know if that, in the national treasury, I think that is, uh, but basically the the branch of the government that monitors um, finances and stuff of of like printing $100 bills, things like that. And there are these agents who were given the task of being able to discern which $100 bills are fake $100 bills. You know, they have to come up with these, these strategies for being able to discern, like, is this a real $100 bill or a fake one? And what they do to train these agents is they're not giving them fake bills and pointing out how, the, how these fake ones look different than the real ones. What they do is they give them, like, crisp, clean, like, authentic $100 bills. They're like, study this forward and backwards, inside and out. Like, you have to be able to, like, Imagine, like, picture what this looks like with your eyes closed. Like, they study the real thing so hard that when they're presented a fake, it's just instincts. They're like, "This is fake. This is not. This is not the real thing." And they don't get to that level of discernment by continually trying to study these other things that that aren't the real thing. No, the way that they get there is by continually studying the real thing. So, if you're on the fence about like reading these other like books that may not be inherently christian and stuff like that like you cannot go wrong by going deep and diving deep into just reading the bible as it is and if you really 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 want just like that personal development feel type of stuff you could dive right into proverbs dive right into ecclesiastes and then just dig deep into all of the letters in the new testament like that is a fantastic place to start right there so yeah anyway this was a little bit of a impromptu episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. I also f- hope you feel a little bit encouraged if you felt embarrassed about, like, reading different personal development books. It's, like, it's totally fine. Like, be well-cultured. You know, Jesus was totally aware of Roman rule and things like that, as well as Paul. Paul knew the Roman government law and belief systems inside and out, and that actually helped benefit him to spread the gospel even more. So if you don't feel guilty, for reading personal development stuff, but you know, don't be spending your time studying fake dollar bills when you got the real thing right in front of you. So, hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I look forward to seeing you in the next one. And if you found that this episode was insightful or helpful in any way, and you wanna share it with a family member, church family member, friends, whatever, then please, I invite you to do so. And hey, remember that God is calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. All right, have a blessed one. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately you will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.